Hello guys, welcome back to Online Podcast. If you're listening, thank you for listening. If you're watching, thank you for watching. Uh, if you're watching on YouTube, don't forget to like, comment, and subscribe. Also, um, comment, click the notification bell. That's what it's called, right? Yeah. And thank you. Thank you for, for watching. And if you're listening, thank you for listening once again. Uh, right now, I have a very special guest. Again. My husband, again. <laughs> Today's topic is going to be making about uh, fatherhood. I think it's such an undermined topic. Um, yeah. And also undermined as far as, you know, the importance of it. Uh, I think there's a lot of emphasis on motherhood, which makes sense because it's a big part. And uh, most cases, mothers are the ones that take care of the babies. Um, not all cases, unfortunately. Um, and so there is a lot of lack of fatherhood, unfortunately. Um, just like there is no manual for motherhood, there is no manual for fatherhood. Um, and if you don't have the right, a solid base, if you don't have the right, uh, people that surround you that gave you good examples of fatherhood, I think it's very difficult for someone to. Be prepared for it, period. Just like you're not prepared for being a mother, you're not prepared to be a father. Agreed. What do you think? Yeah. Um, I, I mean, I could only speak by for by personal experience about that. You said something very important. You know, you need a, a role model, you know, to have a notion of what to do once once you become a father yourself. Is this, does this sound weird? It's sounding weird for me. You're sounding weird. I don't think it's a microphone. I think it's you. It's my voice? <laughs> <clears throat> I think what? it's you. You're sound... What's sound... wrong with your voice? I don't know. It's like... Ugh. I feel a little... Yeah, a little scratchy. Do you want some water? I don't know. That's fine. I'll, I'll be good without it. Um, yeah. So, I think... Well, at least for me, my dad's a, an excellent dad. I think, um, in uh, the sense that the very few times that I've actually spoken to him, because <laughs> it hasn't been a lot, you know, you know, we could be in a car and not say a word to each other. You know, that doesn't mean, I don't know, we just have a, a different relationship, I guess. But, uh, you know, he's given me very good advice and um, looking at him... As a provider, you know, I think there's no better man than him. Uh, there's been a lot of sacrifice that he's had to make. And, um, you know, I've blamed him for some things, which is, I think it's unfair. Uh, now, that um, I, now that I'm a dad, you know, it's like now I understand why he did what he did, why okay, he wasn't, why he wasn't there a hundred percent of the time, you know? So, but I think it's understandable though. Now um, it is before it was like, come no, on. No, man. no, 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 no. <laughs> um, the, the blame, the oh. not feeling satisfied with some things. I think it's understandable. I think we all go through it. Like, I don't think there is one dad or mom that's perfect i think we all make mistakes and um of course uh most cases not all cases unfortunately 
um, your dad or your mom is going to be the best mom that you could have ever gone. Not, not gone. Um, ¿Cómo se dice? Gotten. Gotten. Ahí estaba. You know? Tenido. Is that even a word? I don't, I don't know. know. Forgive me. So, you know, that's the best mom or the best dad that you could have ever gotten. So, it's okay. I, I think. It's okay to say, I wish this would have happened or he or she would have reacted this way or raised me this way. I think it's a... Um... I think it's okay. I don't think it's such a bad thing. Yeah, I mean, you can't... It's like of mom. course, it's like you say it, and then you're like, but it's okay. It's already, it's in the past. Like, it already happened. Yeah, I mean, I don't... But but you can learn from those mistakes, and you cannot do it with your kids. Exactly. Yeah, I mean, some things, because some things you, yeah, you have to... Yeah, of course, you have... Like if me, there's a legacy, you have to keep on going. If it were up to me, I wouldn't be at work, but, you know, I have to be at work. You know? Yeah. So... <laughs> You want to things. feed your kid, and he eats a lot, so you have to. <laughs> yeah. So I understand. I understand in that sense, you know. But there are things that you know you wish your dad could have done better. Of course, my dad had me when he was nineteen. My mom was seventeen when I was born. So I mean, no notion no of what idea. parenthood <laughs> meant <laughs> of nothing. There yeah. were kids, you know. So you know, my dad didn't know how to do anything. He was. He was a gangster, you know, what is. So <laughs> it surprises me how much he knows now. How you know, He's a know-it-all. Yeah. He knows how to build a house, you know, from the ground up. Everything. Everything. Uh, he could fix your car from whatever problem it might have, you know, and do an engine, whatever you want. And I think that's a problem I have. Like, I want to do everything myself. Have you noticed that? Yeah. If something breaks down, it's not like, oh, let me call someone to fix it. I'm like, I need to know how to fix this, you know. And then you take like two weeks. <laughs> yeah. Or I call my dad. Hey, Are you you know? your dad? <laughs> how do you do this? Right. So. Or I, every time I say, I have an idea, your dad is like, oh. Yeah, he already God. knows. It's like, oh, this can't be good. <laughs> what do we have to do now? So. So, yeah, but, you know, that's not the only aspect of fatherhood. You know, it's being there for your kids emotionally, which I think my dad lacked a little bit in that. Yeah. Um, Up until now, I feel a little bit more connected to him, you know. But before, it was more of a, a, yeah, I guess a fear I had of him because he was not very, he was not a very patient man. And, you know, he never hit me. That's one thing. But the way he talked to me was was not nice and i tried <laughs> i tried to avoid that yeah. and and that's one thing that i said to myself that i wouldn't i wouldn't do with milan mm-hmm. you know because milan you know, is our kid <laughs> yeah i think they know right no well my uh, milan's our son and he's he just turned four and i don't know i you know if my dad listens to this one day and he understands what i'm saying <laughs> I wouldn't want him to feel guilty of anything, yeah. you know, because he did what he could with what he had, with what he had and what he knew. Exactly. Um, and I don't blame him. I mean, 
they had nothing. They didn't even have a house. They had nothing when I was born. And the frustration he might felt, he might have felt, you know, the... If it happens to me that I have a stable job, I can't imagine with him that he had nothing. no education, no stable job. He had to do what he could. You know, that story he tells us, you know, when he when he lost his job and he had to go out and look for something. And he found a roofing job. He didn't know how to do anything about roofing. And he was observing as he was there. And he told the guy, you know, I know how to, I know how to do roofing, you know. And he just kind of went with emotions, observing what the other guys were doing. And, and that's what he did, you know, just to bring some food to the table. So I think of it of, of, of that standpoint, you know, of um, how frustrated he might must have been. Mm-hmm. Um, so I don't blame him for the way he talked to me or you know anything like that. But that's one thing I said to myself that I wouldn't do with Milan, you know, because I did feel, I didn't feel good enough, mm-hmm. you know, and I, I wouldn't want my son to feel that way. I want him to, to feel able and capable of doing whatever he wanted. Yeah. You know, so I think that's something that holds me back to the day, you know, where I don't feel capable of things, of certain things that. That I might not know I, I could do. Gosh, mm-hmm. this microphone's bothering me. Why? It just fluctuates. I don't know. Is it? Yeah. You I don't, don't think it is. No? no. Okay. Well, whatever. Which <laughs> one am I? One or two? I think you're two. Yeah, you're two. Is this better? No, you're too loud. Oh. But How about this? No, I, okay. can, I can completely understand what you're saying. I think uh, each person is different. Every mind's a... It's a world. Um... So parenthood and especially fatherhood, now that we're talking about it, um, it's very different for everybody. Every, everybody's experience is completely different. I know I have friends that their parents were the most loving. Um, they were always there emotionally. And I know some, um, some friends that their parents were very, you know, they lacked that emotion. They were very strict. Mm-hmm. Um, you have some that maybe... They were a little violent, um, and they were in the perfect model of a father, of being a father, you know. So you have all these things. Um, I think we we all want the the perfect dad <laughs> or the perfect mom, but that doesn't exist because then we become parents and we're like, holy cow, yeah, chetos. It's not what you expect yeah. at all. A la burger, you yeah. know, like what the heck. <laughs> Like, what am I going to do? And then, then you realize that you lack. And that being a, a good parent, being a good father, being a good mother takes a lot of work. And it, it takes a lot of just being conscious of what you're doing, what you're saying, uh, your actions. Because you can say whatever you want. But, your act, you know, your kid is going to learn from your actions. So um, I think you... Those have to go in accordance with each other, and sometimes it's hard. Like yeah. telling your kid, you can't be on the phone like twenty four seven, and then yet you're on your phone twenty four seven. You know, you have to eat healthy, eat your veggies. Yet you put all your veggies aside. You know, so yeah. like lead by example. Exactly. Exactly. So yeah. Um, I don't know where were we going with this. I don't. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> 
I was just answering your question, Why I guess. Always <laughs> us? Um, no, but uh, I guess a question I had for you was, what was, what's your best memory you have of your dad or a male figure that you had in your life? The best memory? Like that memory that you just, just hold, like. You keep it, you know, close to your heart. Hmm. It doesn't have to be your dad, any male figure. No, I know. Um, I'm trying to think of, you know, just several instances where I remember having fun. Yeah. You know? I guess the first, I, I'll go with the first one that popped into my head. Um, we used to live in a trailer. And... We were at a party in Juarez. I don't know whose party it was, but you know those little games they do and then you get prizes and stuff? Yeah. You know, so I, I think I got like a, a bow and arrow. You know, those that stick to the <laughs> yeah. to the wall. So forget it, man. I thought it was Rambo. <laughs> and, and I don't know. I remember we getting home pretty late. I, I don't know the time, but it was already dark. and uh, We're Mexican, so it was probably like after 12. Yeah. <laughs> So we just got home and I just put on my pajamas and uh, he just started playing with me, you know, just kind of wrestling around. And I remember laughing so much. Uh, it was nothing extraordinary, you know, it was just very something very simple that, that I don't know why I remember that day so much, you know, I just remember having fun with him. And that's that's something that Weirdly enough, I think about kind of often, yeah. you know, about that day. Um, I'll remember going to Juarez with him by myself, you know, just me and him because my mom couldn't cross over because she was fixing Back her then. papers here. Yeah. And I remember going to Juarez. It was might have been like six in the, in the morning. I don't know. Why we would go so early. It was weird. <laughs> I never. Quest- you guys wanted to enjoy the whole day. <laughs> Yeah, I never questioned him. I'm like, why are we going so early? I never did that. But I remember um, going on the freeway, you know, being dark, just me and him. And it was during Christmas time. You know how in the Wells Fargo building, they, they'll put like an image of yeah. like a Christmas tree? Uh-huh. I remember that, you know. And I don't know why it felt nice. Yeah. That felt nice. Yeah. Mm, I... Mine, I think, I don't know, I, I re- this is the first one that came up to my mind, but I remember we were at a party, and and I think I, I've talked about this one uh, before. We were at a party, and everyone was just, like, having fun, and I think it was a Super Bowl, I want to say. Okay, and it was a get together. Yeah, it was a get together. It was Super Bowl. Everyone was watching. He really liked football, so it's not like he he didn't want to be there, you know. But the kids were very, um, very bored. Like we were bored, and you know, typical like everyone's like, "What do we do? What do we play? We're bored. Like, what do we?" And it's like, yeah. <laughs> and the the parents are just like, "Vaya, vaya!" Like you know, just just play with each other. And we're like, oh, we're bored. And I remember he, you know, he wanted to watch the the football game. Yet he stepped aside. He took us to the park. We were just like 
playing, and I, I think it was, um, it might have been a football <laughs> or a soccer ball. I don't remember. But we were just, like, running around at the park, and I just, I, I realized uh, what he had done. And I back then, at the moment, back then, like I remember, I'm like, oh my, like he's not watching the the game, you know, and it just really felt nice to know that he cared enough, yeah, to like put his wants aside and just like play with us. Yeah. And I remember, like that really stuck, like in my mind, and I I always told myself I want to be that parent, yeah. like I want to be. I want to be the the cool mom or the cool dad that the kids you like, know that right? yeah the kids like yeah. and that she's willing to put you know her her needs aside or her wants or you know like because sometimes like let's be honest it's boring to play with kids like period yeah it's boring like after a while like it's it's fun for the first ten minutes the kicking the ball the You know, and it's funny because they come up with the weirdest things or, you know, they'll say funny stuff that's not funny, but they make it funny, <laughs> yeah. you know, so like it's it's nice, <clears throat> but it gets to a point where like after an hour, you're like, dude, I'm tired. You're like a Bugs Bunny, you know? Yeah. How do they get so much energy? Yeah, they have so much energy. So, um, but I, I that always like stuck in my mind. I'm like, I, I want to be that. Yeah, that's pretty cool. It's really cool. It's really nice. Yeah, and with my my grandpa from my mom's side, I don't have because they were always viejitos. I've never known them as like you know, a little younger, younger. <laughs> yeah, like because granted, my my grandma had my mom like late. I want to say forty mm. around there. Like she was, you know. Oh, well, I didn't even know that. Yeah, well, she had them, you know, later because she had 15 kids. That's a lot of kids. <laughs> I didn't even know that either. Yeah, she 15? had 15. Uh, I think now there's only seven, eight around there. I thought it was a little less. Or, I know it was over 10, but I don't know. Yeah, 15. they're not close enough anymore. So <laughs> it feels a lot less. But That's yeah, crazy. so I, but then I've were... always like every time I went. My, I guess my memories are around, you know, the food, just like oh, sitting around and, so you know, crazy. and, yeah. and him talking about politics. He Your loved, grandpa. Yeah, he loved, and he would tell me about, you know, back then when he used to, um, like, so like all those memories, like I just, I just keep it close to my heart because even though it wasn't, he wasn't the grandparent that would play with me because he was He's older, old. um, And, and he didn't care to play with me, like, let's be honest. Um, was grandparents. Yeah, you know, like, he, he, that mentality of back then. Um, but, yeah, and, and you know what always, like, uh, stuck, in, stuck in my mind? Uh, he would always, um, uh, ¿cómo se dice? Um, um, sweep. Sweep. <laughs> You know, he would always sweep for my grandma. And I would think it was the sweetest thing ever. I'm like, oh, my God. Like, his mentality is a back that's then, nice. you know? Like, it's not, you know, machismo. You don't think that's sweet when I do it? 
<laughs> I, I, um, I think you have two hands and you're more than capable. You see, you don't think it's century. sweet. <laughs> you know, but I would think it was sweet because his mentality was different. You know, yeah. like his decades were not ours. You he know? was a so, farm, farm man. You know? Yes. Yeah, so I would think it was the sweetest thing because he didn't have that machismo overpower the, him that he couldn't even like lift the, a broom. Yeah. They usually older people have that. Yeah. My dad has that. I mean, a little bit. He's a little better now, but <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, you know, um, so I would always think it was sweet. So I, I that's my favorite memory of him. And then with my grandpa from my dad's side, um, he would always, he he was the younger one, um, and we would all, we would love love to jump on the bed. And, he would do it with you, huh? He would jump with you. He would let me. My mom oh. wouldn't let me. My dad wouldn't let me. But he would have all of like all of the well, not all of them, but at least the ones that we were there, like the the grandkids. He would let us, you know, jump on the bed and like. We're yeah. jumping, jumping, and then uh, he will hold us, and then he will throw us. Yeah, kind of like the typical dad that just like go, you know, yeah. like oh my god, but you love it as a kid, and you're like oh my god, that hurt, but again, you know, yeah. like to me again. Oh. Um, but yeah, that's one of my favorite memories. Uh, he would let us, and he would always say, uh, I would always say like well, well, abuela, abuela, and then he's like abuela. He would always tell me that, and I would think it was the funniest thing. And he would so call me cool. Blanca Nieves because <laughs> I was white. Yeah, you're pretty white still. Yeah, but <laughs> yeah, those are my favorite memories. It's it's yeah. nice, you know. I think uh, there's nothing like being a mom, but I think there's such an importance in fatherhood. Yeah. It's such an important component. I think if you have everything that you need from your mother. Which, that's another topic on its own, because I wish all mothers were that loving mother that we all need. Um, but unfortunately, that's not the case. The same that is not the case with being uh, a dad. Yeah. Um, but if you if you have, I guess, that, that strong uh, foundation of motherhood, and then you pair it with great fatherhood, <clears throat> oh, there's nothing better. Yeah, you know, I think it's really rare to find someone that had both. It's usually the case you either have one or you have the other, or you have one and you have halfway of the other one. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like it's it's not perfect. Um, but I think just being a dad, like in these memories that we have, like if I just if I was to go back into my past and just erase every memory of all the male figures that I have. I don't know. I I think my life wouldn't be the same, and I I just wouldn't be the same person. Of course, yeah, it's a big impact. It's yeah. a big impact. And how was your experience growing up um, with, I guess, those male figures? How have they impacted you? How have they impacted me? Um, that's a tough question. That's a very tough question because I don't know. I mean, I've only been a dad for four years, you know. <laughs> so I know, I know, I know the question though. Um, oh. 
And you said how they've impacted me. I guess what I'm trying to say is I'm trying to transfer everything. I mean, it can be indirectly, not like right. a direct lesson. Because sometimes we learn by the experience. You know, like we learn hard work from our parents indirectly just by watching them work really hard and provide yeah. for our family. So it can be something indirectly. Oh, for sure. I mean, that's one good example, I think. The hard work. I mean, you know, my dad, I mean, he would work on Sundays sometimes, you know. I remember, not anymore, but I remember right in the beginning when we were starting to date. You'd get home at uh, 10, 11. He would get home at 12. 12 sometimes. He would like, leave like at 6, p- uh, 6 a.m. and come home at 12 a.m. He, had a, he was a very energetic man. He know? still is. I think, I honestly, I've told your dad that he has ADHD. And what he's told me is that sometimes he feels so much energy that he just works a lot to feel tired because he doesn't feel tired. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, how do you have, like, as much as, you know, now, uh, you know, like he gets tired more, more um, still, like, even if, he feels like he can't go, but he still has that energy. Yeah. It's like, and he's it's like a weird balance between yeah. being tired, well, physically tired, but having the energy at the same time. Yeah. And actually, I don't know how that works, but it's weird, but I relate work. I don't, I don't relate work with like office work or, you know, being in front of a computer. I relate work with tough jobs, you know, like, I've gone roofing with him, you know, I've gone to the shop with him, you know, I've gone done construction with him. And I I relate work with tough jobs that get you tired for some reason. It's just it's a strange thing. Yeah. You know, so that's why he gets mad with me when when I'm like, Oh, I'm tired, you know. <laughs> I was never tired, I was at, never your tired age. at your age. <laughs> but I think it's it's because of my job. I sit around a lot. And I think... But it's a different kind of tire, though. Yes, it is. Like, and I yeah. think it's worse to be tired, my tired, than his tired. Because, like, today <sighs> I had... Man, I think because I'm sitting so much, I just feel stiff, you know? Like, I can't move right. Well, now that I'm, I'm <laughs> at the computer a lot more, I get vision tired i don't know if that's a thing <laughs> you know like yeah, your eyes, gets tired, yeah. you know gets so tiring my head starts to hurt you know sometimes i have to um step away turn off the lights i have to step away and then i go and chit chat with everybody and i'm like hi how are you and it's like <laughs> yeah <laughs> i'm like i'm trying to distract myself like my my eyes hurt yeah yeah so that's 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 one is this one aspect that have impacted me? You know, I I don't feel productive a lot of the times, you know. And on the contrary, like when I used to go on Mondays to the shop, I would feel so productive that day. Just one day, you know, just working on our cars or, you know, helping him out, you know, messing things up for him <laughs> so that he could fix what, what later. Is, what does he tell you every time you go? Remember he when, he t- when he was like, I'm going to go on Monday, and he went like... He's like, ah, oh, for real, man. <laughs> you don't gonna, have to. You're going to have to. You're going to slow me down. <laughs> yeah, man. I've, like that one bolt that I 
messed up. Man, that was an impossible <laughs> both. I don't know how you took that out, but <laughs> anyway, so yeah. Um, what's another thing? Um, being, uh, I guess, honesty, being humble. I learned that. I learned that later on. My dad wasn't humble at all before. Um, no, I don't. He's, I don't think your dad is very humble. <laughs> he's gotten a lot I better. Mean, he he is, but he's not. It's, he's just he's confident. A very. I think there's a very fine line between confident and he's stepping right on it and being stubborn. Yeah, for not saying another word. Um, he's a stubborn I think, man, but I, I think your dad's like yeah that line. I mean, he's a he's a great man. I love him to death. Um, but he sometimes knows everything and anything and that his way is his way and his way is everyone, his way. you know everyone's way <laughs> but you know that's his personality yeah and he's a he's a man of the house so we respect that yeah for sure um but that's something that i'm not you know no you're the most humble person i know in this world to the point where it's a little nauseating yeah uh, to a point where i'm like <clears throat> When you're great at something, I'm like, dude, can you wake up and know that you're a badass? Yeah. And yeah, sometimes, I don't know. like, even if you know that you're really good at something, you try to, like, oh, no, it was nothing. Like, I just take pictures. I'm like, dude, <laughs> you don't only take pictures, you know. It goes way beyond that. Beyond that. Yeah, but I, I guess looking at him and, and looking at myself, you know, that that's when I realized, okay, I'm not. I'm not that way. Yeah. Not that it's bad, you know. I know. Yeah, different, but yeah, I, you know, I, I guess I consider myself humble, um, hardworking, maybe. Yeah. I mean, it's not like I do a lot at my job, <laughs> but but I'm there, you know. I'm there, and and see what I'm talking about. <laughs> oh. I'm just there in case anybody needs a picture, you know. <laughs> Yeah, and uh, you know, I guess I, at least being honest at, at in the workplace. Like, I just saw one of my ex bosses at my dad's uh, shop when I went to go fix the the seat of the car. Mm-hmm. Um, he stopped by, and he's one of the best bosses I've had. He's a very, very nice guy, and we were just talking a little bit. He's like, "Yeah, you know, anything wrong with my cars? Your dad's the guy. I bring the car to." And he's like, "Because he's a." You know, he's a straight man. Like he, you know, of course, mechanics are almost not only known to fix cars, but to to be thieves. <laughs> you know, um, not all of them. I, I said majority. Okay, majority. Let's you know, not generalize that way. Yeah. But you know, they'll find something wrong with your with something else, and they'll. Get or it was something very simple, and they say it was something else. Yeah, and or they. You know, they'll take your they part, replace it. another part. There's so many ways you can, you know, they can make money off of a simple job. Yeah. You know, and my dad's not one of them. Uh, not because he's my dad, but I just know. Because we know him. Yeah. You know him, you know. And that's the one thing he said. He's, like, he's a straight man. You know, I, I have total confidence in what he does and what he charges me. 
mm-hmm. you know, and I think it's very fair. Yeah. You know, so that I did, I I think, you know, I, I grabbed from him and, mm-hmm. and, you know, kept it for myself and try and live by that, you know. Um, I think for my dad, I learned, um, how to be a good parent. Honestly, my, my dad was a really good dad. He's all about kids. Um, no, not really. What would you say? Um, I guess he just really cared about me. Like it wasn't. Because he wasn't, uh, but you know what, but everyone that's known my dad, I have friends, um, and they loved him, because he was fun. Um, I didn't. And it it wasn't so much of the kids, but it was because of me. He wanted me to make, make me happy, and he knew that the way was to have my friends around and do fun things. You know, like I remember one day. Um, we were living in Juarez and, uh, we were bored and I told him, I'm really bored. And he, he organized this whole thing of, okay, let's, let's all go to, uh, to Western Playland. So he took all like four of my friends or five. We all went to Western Playland that day. It was pouring, like pouring. It was bad. So everything, you know, any other parent would have said, let's go back. We're not going to go. You know, the weather's not good. He's like, no, we're going to go. We went. uh, We crossed the border. We're going to Western Plainland. We waited for a little bit until the rain uh, come down. And then we went to Western Plainland. And we had such a good time. What's Western Plainland for people that don't know? Oh, um... It's this Amuse- very small <laughs> amusement park <laughs> amusement park here in El Paso <laughs> that um, we wish we had Disneyland. We wish we had, you know, Six, six Flags, but it's this very small amusement park uh, that has some rides, some, some food. Yeah. Not the, you know, the big thing, but it's the only thing we have here. <laughs> it's, it's fun um, but for and, what it and is. back then, you know, I was what? Yeah, eight, ten years old. It's the best place um, at that age. And you know, everyone was like, all my friends were so happy that my dad was, you know, doing that. And I remember my mom saying, "No, my mom was always was always a party pooper, you know, <laughs> all the time." Uh, you know, she kept telling him, you know, like, "Let's go back. It's bad. The weather is just not good." And he was determined because we were bored. Well, because I was bored. You know, of course he cared about the other kids, but you know, I'm. Yeah, you're his You know, I'm the daughter. So um, he could have told me, like, you take care of your kids, you know, like, I take care of mine. But um, but no, like, he he took us and uh, he would get on on the rides with me. And my mama was always a party pooper. (laughs) He she gets dizzy really easily. So uh, I remember that day she went on the the pirate thing. What is it called? The. Yeah, the pharaohs of something. Like the en bo- español es el pirata, ¿no? I don't know. <laughs> that was That's not a pirate, though. It has like yeah. a pharaoh face. No. No? Like um, in, en el Borunda es un pirata. 
It's another <laughs> smaller park. Borunda, it's like, why is it even smaller park? <laughs> that one shakes. Like, <laughs> that one, oh my I God, the last that. time I went in on that one was a really long time ago. And I swear I feared for my life. I almost flew out. <laughs> yeah. And I was like, oh my God, why am I here? Because like that thing went all the way and it was shaky and that thing wouldn't hold in. So it kind of like got loose. <laughs> and then you go in. The things we did. Like, huh? oh my God. I, I was so scared. I got on that a couple of times. And yeah. Back when I was younger. With a little gusanito. <laughs> Man. Yeah, those are fun times. Yeah, so, yeah, it's, you know, I, I think from my dad, I really learned to to have fun as a parent and to, I guess, I guess make it pur- pur- um, purposeful Yeah. and fun for the kid. Yeah, very cool. Um, what was, what has been your experience as a dad? It's very broad. My experience as a dad. Yeah. Well, let's go backtrack a little. How did you feel when you found out you were going to be a dad? That's that's hard to describe. I mean, I was scared first. Like they say, you're never ready. You know? Um, No, no, no. But the moment... Because this is what happened. I was in denial that I was pregnant. Because three months prior to that, we had said we're not going to get pregnant for the next couple of years. Yeah. That was our plan. We weren't going to get pregnant. We had already been three years without getting pregnant, and we didn't want to get pregnant. Um, Three months later, I'm pregnant. (laughs) So um, I was in denial. You knew. You kind of suspected that I was pregnant and you made me take a, a test a test a pregnancy test which I found um, out about it first yes <laughs> and so I took it I was kind of in denial I had to go to school so I was kind of in a hurry and I told you okay let me take it and then I'll leave uh, I'll find out and then we'll leave but I don't think I'm pregnant but I knew I was pregnant like I was just in denial <laughs> and and you found out, uh, you looked at the pregnancy test before I did, which I was kind of mad because I was supposed to find out first, but yeah, you come in and what was that feeling in that moment? It's just like a rush of nervousness. Like, I don't know what to do, <laughs> you know? Uh, you already did. <laughs> of course, but... Afterwards, right? Like I didn't, I didn't know what was next, you know. Yeah. And I was so nervous for that, and I was so nervous to tell you. You know, uh, but at the same time, I was, I was happy. Because honestly, who wants to be an old dad? Yeah. I mean, I knew it was kind of time for me. Um, yeah, it was time for you. Not for you so much. Not for me. It wasn't <laughs> time for me, definitely. That, I wasn't ready to be a mom. I think that's a downside to the age gap. Yeah. Um, but but yeah, I was I was just a little scared, you know. But we were blessed. Yeah. 
I mean, even I, I've always said this, and I've always been very honest. I never had the wish to be a mom, but I can say with honesty that I know he was sent to me at the perfect moment, even though I didn't think it was a perfect moment. And yeah. I really enjoy being a mom to him. Um, even though he can be a little annoying sometimes. <laughs> But did I just tell you right now, oh my God, your, your son is being annoying. And you're like, I, I don't think he's annoying. And no. I'm like, I, I love him. That doesn't, doesn't take away the fact that I can understand when he's being a little brat. You know, yeah, he, of course. Um, and then right now, like I told you, he's just being annoying. And I put him to sleep so we could do this. Um, and as I was putting him to sleep, I just felt this rush of peace. Like he was screaming on my ear. He was not wanting to go to sleep. And then we hugged. And then we do this thing where he puts his... Uh, Nos entrepiernamos. His legs, yeah. You know, like... Between yours. Yeah, his legs goes in between mine. He doesn't let me do that. <laughs> well, Why not? I'm the mom. <laughs> He pushes me away all the time. <laughs> yeah, you know, so, like, we, we just went like that, and he was screaming on my... Like, he was hugging me, but he was screaming. And I'm like, I love him so much. Like, I don't know why. Like, I don't know. Like, this is not me all the time. Like, let's just be clear. But right now, that's how I felt. And I'm like, oh, I love him. Yeah. And then I just put him like, and I think he felt that my peace and he calmed down. That's crazy, huh? Yeah, it's crazy. But of course, I do have my moments where I'm like, kid, I don't have the patience. Behave. And then if you're here, I tell you, take care of him. And then I'm going to step away just for a little. I'm going to breathe. And then I'll come back. Yeah. Because I don't want to, I don't want to be grumpy or yell at him which doesn't help because i think the more you yell the more they feel it and like you're just feeding that negative yeah yeah and then if you're peaceful then they're gonna feel that peace and then they're gonna come down little by little of course it's not gonna be like at the moment but yeah yeah Pretty that's good what happened right now that's but, really cool um what was i saying with that what was i going You asked me about how was being a parent called going for me. Oh, did you did feel you... prepared? Oh, not at all. Not at all. <laughs> you know, though financially we were good, I still felt like I didn't have enough. You know, like, what are we going to do? I didn't know how expensive a kid was. Yeah. You know? So, of course, we come to find out they're pretty expensive. and They want things, you know, like food and a house and stuff. So... <laughs> So, um, yeah, but you, you just go with emotions, you know. You just, you know, yes, like I, I said know. before, do what you can with what you have, you know. And I, I do remember you saying that you didn't feel connected with him no, in the beginning. I didn't. How was that process of feeling that connection? Because I'm pretty sure now you do, right? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> you looked at me like you did. Still don't. No, I do. And... Like, how is it different for a dad? Because I know, like, for a mom, um, I know 
it's different for everybody, of course. But, uh, like, there's some moms that just feel that connection since they're in their belly. They've wished it. They desired it. They, you know, put it into their dreams. And now they have the baby and they feel that connection from the get-go. There's some moms that don't and you have to build that relationship. Um, Maybe I'm in that spectrum. And I think it has to do with the time, right? Because I don't, I don't feel the baby in my belly, you know, for nine months. And then once the baby's born, like, it's the mom that, you know, if you breastfeed, you know, a lot of moms really like that connection of, with the baby of breastfeeding. You know, a man doesn't have that. Um, Do you, you think can, if I didn't, I didn't breastfeed... You would have felt more connected. No, you would have, it, you know, woken that. up in the morning. No. I mean, not in the morning, but uh, at night to feed him. What was that sound? That was the, the was AC. AC. Sorry. Um, no. Also, because you didn't work at the time. Mm-hmm. You know, in those first first couple of years. Uh, the first year. It's just one year. Well, still a year. It's. I wish it was like first couple of years. I wouldn't be working. <laughs> but you kidding. had you had a lot more time to bond with them, you know. And yeah, I was at work at night. I was asleep during the day. Yeah. So I think that the time, the quality time, wasn't a lot in quantity for me. Mm-hmm. So it just it just took time, you know. Little by little, I started kind of feeling more attached to them and. You know, I try to spend more time with them, you know, play a lot more with them. I think that's that's how I came You know, about. my favorite moment um, is in the morning and at night. Excuse me. When, <laughs> did you just burp? Yeah, sorry. <laughs> um, it's, in, it's in the morning or at night when you, when you go in like right next to him and then like you guys hold each other's, you know, face. And then you tell him, te amo tanto, tanto, tanto. Yeah. And then he tells you, te amo yeah. tanto, tanto. Like, that's that. my favorite. I love that. I love when he says that to me. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I'm going to cry. He's the best thing. He's yeah. the best thing. I love that moment. Yeah. I it love makes, it, too. It makes me love you more. For Why? some reason. I don't know, because, like, because I love him, and you love him. <laughs> yeah, of course I love him. <laughs> I don't know. It's kind of like... When, like, the moment I had him, you know, and then you told me, um, that you loved me more because I had him, even though, like, I was going to have him anyway, <laughs> like, there was no, like, I had to think about, like, yeah, but I know what I, you mean, I, yeah. I think, I think it's, like, you, you can do that, obviously, but when you guys have those moments and, and I see it, um, makes me like oh, as a mom yeah like i don't know yeah i know what you mean i got my my glasses dirty see what you're doing yeah but that's my that's my favorite moment when that's my favorite you guys moment. Do it. yeah um so what do you wish to do different now that you're a dad from you know your experience with your dad you mentioned it a little bit, but I guess you can say something else. Mm, I think it's mainly that. I think words go a long way. 
that's probably my priority, you know, to uplift them, mm-hmm. to tell them he can, to encourage. Um, I'm looking here at, you know, 12 qualities to be a great father. Um, one, of them, one of the ones that caught my eye is that a father allows his kids to make mistakes. Of course, as a parent, you don't want your kids to make mistakes, right? Because you that's don't a want, hard yeah, one. You don't want to see them suffer. Yeah. Um, but I think mistakes are, you know, mistakes and failures are just as important as victories. I think and you success. allow them, but you don't judge them for them. That's uh, actually that's another one here. Um, where is it? Oh, actually, no. That's actually another good one. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Because you don't if judge you them. allow them to have mistakes, but you don't, you condemn them for making them, then it's like, do I or do I not? Then he's going to be scared to make mistakes. Yeah. And you don't want him to do that. Mm-hmm. You know, it's very, it's a very thin line in this also. Um, uh, another, another one, which really caught my eye is, um, where is it? Did they just change on me here? Oh, yeah. He accepts that his kids aren't exactly like him. Yeah. A lot of parents want to live their life through their kids. Like me, right? Yeah, my dream was to become a professional soccer player. And, I mean, of course I would love Milan to do that, you know, but... Maybe he doesn't like soccer. Maybe he likes swimming. Yeah, <laughs> you know? I really hope so. I hope not. <laughs> <laughs> but you can't, you know, like those dads that, you know, they very strict on, you know, training their kids to play football. Or, you know, they, or they want them to be perfect. Yeah. And so they out-train them or they... Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, which might bring a positive... By yeah. being like that, you know, maybe they do reach I think it goal. really depends on the personality of the kid. I think for some kids, when their parents are like that and their personality is very um, driven, very um, they, they sh- react well with with the pushing. They thrive in that. They thrive, but once the kid, the kid's personality is not like that, and instead of thriving, they retrieve. Yeah. They they start to just hold things down, and it's kind of like that little bucket that you just put the, you know. Piedrita or something, yeah. Como el buche de piedritas. <laughs> yeah, you know what I'm talking yeah, about. Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, they eventually come to a point where they where just they don't... just like burst out and it's it's chaotic. Yeah. So I think there is no wrong or right. It just depends on the kid. And I think the role of the parent in that is you have to learn how to read that exactly, and not just focus on what you want. And, and feed what they're good at. Because we might want them to be very good at reading, but they thrive in math. Yeah. So feed the math so they don't feel so miserable and undermined in the reading. That's just talking about academics, you know. Yeah. Or <laughs> like sports, you know, he's good at. But do you think that could be learned, though? If, can, if you're not good at something, it can, but uh, you do have to provide things that the kids are good at, so mm-hmm. they feel like they're succeeding at least in something while they're getting better at something else. 
you know, no, none of us like to feel like we're not good enough. Yeah. Or that we're behind. Mm-hmm. I think. Yeah, that's cool. Um, yeah, another quality, uh, which I think is important, is you teach your kids to appreciate things. And it's, yeah. that's a hard one. Because I think... You want to give I, them I, everything? Yeah. But that you didn't have? But it's when you lack that you, I think... Maybe I'm wrong. I don't know. But when you lack, yeah. it's when you realize. You know. Good times bring. Uh, oh, what was that saying? What was that? Say it again. Um, Do you remember? Tough times make strong strong people. Strong weak times make weak uh, men. Weak, weak people. Oh, weak people, weak men. Yeah, weak men, women. Whatever. Yeah, so it's it's yeah. it's opposite. Yeah, but uh, you should yeah. always make them appreciate it and it worked for it i think um, that's important you know earn it earn it little chores around because you house. don't want them to be entitled oh, or feel like or feel like well you're my dad or you're my mom yeah you, you have to give it to me like, because no, you have well you're only or you know kind of like mom are we rich no i'm rich you're not <laughs> <laughs> you know like yeah well, I'm not rich, by the way. I wish I was. But, you know, if I was rich, that's what I would tell my kid. I'm like, I am. You're not. You have to work for whatever you Yeah. You want. Yeah, that's very true. Um, of course, there's like those opportunities where you're going to give them an abundance. But you don't want to make it the whole thing because then they don't. Appre- it's kind of like buying a new car. If someone gives you a car. Versus you buy your own car and you're making those payments. If you're making those payments, you're going to make sure that car is beautiful. You're going to wash it. You're going to make sure like you have seat covers. You're going to make sure you have like all these things. Are you, you saying know? that by experience? <laughs> yes. <laughs> you know, because you're going you're, you're gonna to appreciate it because it's costing you money out of your own pocket. Right. Versus if someone else gives it to you. But, I mean... At least for I, us, I think we've we've done a good good job in that. You know, we've we've been fortunate enough that yes, yes, of course. I think we've both been in in both situations, but you appreciate it, but it's not the same appreciation. Yeah. It's not. Yeah, I know what you mean. Like, of course, like if you were if your upbringings upbringings were, um. In the right direction. <laughs> I don't know. Um, and you appreciate things. And you just don't think take things for granted. Okay. You're going to appreciate everything regardless. But it's not the same appreciation. It's yeah. not the same hurt when someone scratches it. It's not the same hurt when uh, you spill the tea on the seat. You know, it's not the same feel. Yeah. Like, oh, I'll just clean it. And like, like yeah, oh my true. God, that's like. My whole paycheck right there, you know? So, yeah. Yeah, I know what you mean. And, yeah, I don't think as a parent, I think your only responsibilities for your kid is is the basics, you know? Plus, you want to be the cool parent. Well, not the cool parent, but you want to be that person that they look up to. Um, Right. 
in, in some cases, you do have to be the cool mom or the cool dad because you don't want other people to be their main influence. Yeah, be because, their hero. Because they're... Because maybe you're too strict. Maybe you're too... Mm, too blah. You know? Like, mm, meh. <laughs> yeah. You know, you're you're not interesting enough. Then, then your kid is going to look up to yeah. someone else that is. And so you have to keep up with that. Yeah. You have to be yeah. that person that you're the main influence in, in your kid. Of course, you want to be life. the main influence. Um, so what are your goals as a dad? If you leave, let's say tomorrow, this world, and what's the main lesson you will want to give me then? The main lesson? Uh... I could think of several lessons. You can say several. You know, um, again, going back to the words of affirmation, you know, the positive talk, I would want him to feel capable of anything, you know. And I think that's the biggest thing I would want to leave behind because with that, he he could be whatever he wants, you know, and... um. Possibly not lack in things that I've lacked in. Uh, whatever aspect you might think of, you know, financial or maybe emotional, mm-hmm. you know. Um, I think something else would be, be like you said right now, you know, being his hero, being his his uh, his go-to person. Uh, him having the confidence to come and talk to me about whatever, you know, uh, having him remember that, I guess, you know, oh, yeah, my dad was this, you know, I could talk to him about whatever I wanted. And he always had good advice for me. Mm-hmm. You know, I think that would be important for me. Um, he always had the right words <laughs> at the right moment. Yeah, even even if... That's how I, I, I could, feel about my mom. <laughs> Yeah. Because I don't have my dad. Yeah, and I was going to say earlier, like, I don't know if people are going to catch it or not, but I said something about your dad. You're like, oh, no, he wasn't that way. You know, I didn't have the, the, uh, I wasn't fortunate to, to be able to meet him. Yeah. Uh, like, I would want to know him, you know. Yeah. I met him once. But now I have a stepdad. So, which he's great, and, you know, he's, um, it's different because I didn't grow up with him like my brothers did, um, so I guess he fulfilled the stepdad role. Or the from dad a, role. From, yeah, yeah, from, from a distance with me, um, Right, you didn't live with them for I, I, long. Yeah, but now that we we have a family, now that I'm closer to my stepsisters, um, it is called stepsisters, right? Yeah, that's 
correct term? I'm like, okay. I think. <laughs> now yeah. this whole cancel culture, <laughs> now we might get some backlash. <laughs> um, and, you know, I think we're all closer, and I'm a lot closer to him, and I'm really grateful for, I guess, for his guidance, for everything that he does for me. Yeah, and me too. That, you know, he's fulfilling that role in a certain way, and, you know, you do have a suegro. I do, yeah. <laughs> and I mean, Milan does have a grandpa, and that's Milan grandpa. And when when he grow grows up, you know, of course, uh, he's gonna know my dad, and I'm gonna show him pictures, and I'm gonna tell him like all, all the stories him. and all about him. But you know, he's gonna have three grandpas instead of one, uh, instead of two. two. Yeah. Um, so, you know. You weren't fortunate enough to meet my dad, but, you know, you have somewhat <laughs> yeah, through of you. the same role. Yeah. yeah. I've known him through you and through your mom, you know. Um, yeah. And, of course, your stepdad, my, my my in-law, that I appreciate a lot also. Yeah. He stepped up to the plate pretty good. <laughs> yeah. Um, do, you feel, uh, do you feel prepared now? No. <laughs> Still no. <laughs> I mean, even though I have some, you know, a better notion of what to do, and time, I feel it, like everything changes. I, I feel you know? like I'm, I'm, <coughs> I'm the one that's like, <clears throat> Milan, like, avientate, you know, like, caite, raspate, and you're like, you're like, no, no, like. Don't touch this. Don't touch that. Don't Don't do this. Don't do that. Yeah. Yeah. And I think I have to let go a little bit. I don't know. I'm just. You Have you realized how I get when he gets sick? How I just tense up and I'm just like. Guys, this dude. Yeah. Okay. I can't. Whenever we, we barely had him, I could understand. I remember. Within the first days that we had Milan back at home, you made me stay up all night, no sleep, because you were scared and you slept. I was working. Yeah, but I remember you made me stay awake because you were scared while you were sleeping. And now that I think about it, I'm like, I was the stupidest person (laughs) in the world. To even <laughs> listen to... Well, what was I scared of anyway? Um, I don't know what he was... Remember, he couldn't eat and he had a bunch of well, problems. Well, you got scared too because he turned blue one of the times. Yes. But I didn't know what I was doing. You didn't know what I, what, what we were doing. And hey, for some reason, I thought you... It's a learning process, okay? For some reason, I thought you had some wisdom in you. And you told me to stay awake, and I, I just follow you because I didn't know what to do, and it was the worst decision ever. Because after that, I couldn't, I couldn't rest. Why did and you stay I had up, just though? had a baby, and why did you, you made stay me up? stay up um, because you were scared. I don't know what you were scared of. Um, was it when he started turning? I think he was started. Yeah, I don't know, but you were scared for something. I know I was afraid that he might turn and not be able to turn back. And then I told you, okay. Let me not stay awake, but, you know, we can put him, like, right next to each other. And you're like, what if I go, like, on top of him? And I'm we like, were- oh, my God, nada te, te, te complace. And, I, well, to your um, 
se dice? To my defense. Yeah, to your defense. You did stay up the other night. I stayed up one night and you oh, stayed you up saying? the other I night. I don't even, I don't even remember but this. But the day that I stayed, the... Well, I made yeah, but like, I made you stay up because I told you I felt like crap and you were going to stay up because I stayed up. <laughs> hey. Yeah. So, well, like... Well, you made it fair then. So. Yes, and every time he gets sick, you get so paranoid. And I'm like... He's just sick. He's just sick. <laughs> well, to my defense, he did look bad this last time. Yes. Yes. He looked not good. Yeah, we But what happened every time we took him? Weirdly enough, he got better as soon as we got to the... <laughs> what as soon as I, he, and what did I tell you? What did I tell you? Yeah. But what if you weren't right? <laughs> But I was. But what if you weren't? I knew I was right. No, you didn't. You can't see inside his body. You don't know if it was his appendix. You know, that's why he was screaming. He had never screamed. Ever. When he was sick. That's what threw me off. I was like, he's screaming. That's not right. Uh, yes and no. Yes and no. But I Because I, I what did I tell you? It. Okay, so Milan got sick. Um, and he had a stomach, uh, stomach virus and vomiting. he was vomiting, he, he had, had uh, fever. And so they did COVID testing. They did insulin. They did sugar. They did everything. He was fine. Not insulin, just sugar. Was it? No, I think they did it at the hospital. Insulin's what your pancreas produces. Oh, they so did he, something they, else. I don't know. What was, what was the... The CBC, the complete blood count. The, they check for... Well, oh, the hemoglobin. Yeah, that's yeah, one of the things that. they check. Um, they check a bunch of stuff. So, sorry, not insulin. <laughs> I hope I'm right. I think the pancreas produces that. Yeah. I don't know, whatever. But... <laughs> I don't want to sound dumb. <laughs> well, I just sounded dumb, thanks to you. <laughs> <laughs> well, you're not in that field, and I am, so I have less... Yeah. Margin of error here. Whatever. Well, the thing is that they take for everything. And this last time, we had taken him to the doctor twice. And the third time, he started screaming because his stomach hurt. And I'm like, have, have you ever had gas? That's what I told you. He have was you not farting. Have, because you he have was... gas in you. And it hurts like a mother f effer. I know. So every time I this It is what this, this is this is what I told you. Every time my stomach hurts, it's the worst pain in the world. Yeah. I feel like I'm dying. But you know yourself, he doesn't. And we don't know what he's feeling. That's But we difference. had already done all kinds of tests and he was fine. No, not all kinds of tests. Yes, we did. Okay, what did in the ER when you took him the first time, what did they do? An X ray. Okay, that just tells you... X-ray, sugar, and... Um, X-ray, sugar, and something else. I don't remember what They it just was. gave him the Zofran so that he wouldn't throw up. And then they did the... Make sure he could hold liquid down and the X-ray, and that's it. And the X-ray doesn't show you much. It just shows you, oh, yeah, he has gas or he has poop. That's it. Maybe <laughs> an obstruction if he's obstructed. That's it. <laughs> he's full of shit. Yeah. <laughs> And then you took him to his primary, and that's when he gave you the order for the hemoglobin. And I don't know. And they did the hemoglobin there. You didn't tell me that. I did tell you. Well, 
They did hemoglobin. They did COVID. Why are we arguing um, about this anyway? I don't know. But anyway, I was right. And you I were right. Knew, and I, I knew he and just I'm glad needed you to were rest. Right. And he just right. needed to rest. Yet we stayed up until like 3 in the morning at the hospital. Because <laughs> I was the only well, one that could go Well, that was in. reassuring. So I don't mind spending on that. Oh, I just want to see the bill. That's I know, all I want to see. <laughs> Thanks to you. That's <laughs> but fine. But it's okay. That's fine. That's that's not even a question for me. Yeah. I don't even think about it twice. Yeah. Um, one last question. What's the best thing about being a dad? Best thing? You have a mini-me. <laughs> <laughs> and it's, it's, it sounds weird, but you try and mold them the best way you can. You know, you try um, to do the best you can with what you have. Yeah, but the best of your abilities. And I think that's the fun part. I mean, it's scary, but it's also fun. You know, to try and teach him things. You know, I can't wait for him to be like, "Let me help you." You know, with what you're doing, whatever, whatever it is that I'm doing. You know, uh, which he already is, though. Yeah. Every time you're cleaning. The car or something he wants to help. You'll or... help. You're going to help me. <laughs> I think that's so cool. You know, when you know, I can't wait for him to come ask me for advice. What should I do in this case? You know, I like this girl. You know, I think that's going to be fun. Yeah. Um, but as of now. I really hope you give the same advice to if we have a girl in Milan. No. Yes, you are. No, I'm not. You better. <laughs> if not, I'm going to punch you. It's different with girls. No, it's not. It's the same. Girls are more... It's the same. So if you're going to teach something to the girls, it's you're going to teach same. the same to the boys. It, it, it's not the same. Yes, it is. No, because girls are more vulnerable. Girls are more... Uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Don't agree, sir. Emotional... Don't agree, sir. They're more... You know, I, I've i noticed the different advice my mom has given my, my brothers and me. I'm like, girl, how come you didn't give me that advice? I wanted that. I, I would have been a not-so-insecure person. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't know. I just disagree. Okay. So are girls and guys not different? They're different okay, then. physically. You need... Not only physically, I mean, in most instances, um, girls are more more mature. That's I for would sure. agree. I would agree mm-hmm. in most instances. Mm-hmm. More mature. What else? And I don't know what you want me to say. I don't know. Do you have anything? Else? Mm-hmm. You have anything else to say? I don't know. No. <laughs> I don't know what you want to tell me. I don't know. I'm just asking. <laughs> I'm just asking if there's any other differences. You well, there's a bunch of different differences, but if you're gonna tell your your girl to behave a certain way, you should tell your boy to behave in that right. same way. Right, and I think it all comes down to just then. Don't tell me that you're gonna tell him different. Just being respectful, you know. Just be respectful. Respect the girl. Respect the guy. Um, don't do things you're not supposed to be doing. Of course, I'm gonna do that but i think a woman is more in danger of 
suffering certain things from a guy. Yes. That's, that's what I meant. Okay. I agree with that. So, Only with that. So you have to be a little bit more careful with the girls, I think, in how you advise them and you know certain things like that, just for that one reason. Because mm-hmm. not all guys are respectful and... You know, mm-hmm. guys only want one thing. Yeah. And you know what that is. So that's why. And and it, let's say it happens, right? Let's say we have a daughter and it happens. And the guy's not responsible. Only if she gets pregnant, though. That's what I'm saying. What if she does and the guy's not responsible? And but, but that's why you should have a conversation. And if she makes the decision and she's not going to listen to you, at least provide some kind of protection. Gosh, that's so hard to do. <laughs> I, I would rather give yeah. my daughter the protection she needs. Yeah. If she chooses to do that because she doesn't want to listen to me and have her not be pregnant until she's done with college, yeah. then tell her, no, you can't do it and then get pregnant. Oh, hell no. Yeah. That would be hard to do, though. I would do it. Yeah, but it would be and hard to do. we would fight. I know. Yeah. But I would. I would lock her in a room. Um, That's not going to help. She's just going to want to do it more. I know. But we'll see when the time comes. <laughs> that's a conversation for another day. <laughs> we don't know if we're going to have a girl anyway. But what if we do? Maybe another boy. Who knows? We'll let, oh, we'll, we have to have a girl. We'll keep you updated on that. <laughs> okay. okay. That's the last question I have that for you. That was it? Thank you for Again. joining me. Why? Oh, I like that. I don't know. <laughs> thank you. I love you. Love you. Um, thank you if you're watching. Don't forget to like, comment, and subscribe. Don't forget to comment. I love to read you guys' comments. Um, and... Makes me feel like I have friends. <laughs> it's yeah. fun to answer. Um, and if you're listening, thank you for listening. Don't forget that we are one line podcast on Spotify and on YouTube. And you can find me on Instagram <laughs> as Stacy Mar S T A C E Y Y M A R. And we'll see you on the next one. Bye. Bye. <laughs>